Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry Connick Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Daniel Sellerson. Hi there, welcome into the Black and Blue Report. Happy St. Paddy's Day, everyone. I'm Daniel O. Sallerson, filling in for Sean Patrick Kelly this morning here in our Smoothie King Center studios. I'm here because it's a game day. Tonight, the Pelicans host the Milwaukee Bucks before they hit the road for a three-game West Coast trip starting with the Phoenix Suns on Thursday. I am not wearing green today for St. Paddy's Day, only because we play the Bucks tonight, and yes, they wear green. So that probably sounds a little silly, but you know, that's who I am. I'm wearing navy blue today for the Pelicans, hoping they get a win tonight. A big thanks to the Dallas Mavericks last night, beating the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Pelicans now just a half game back of Oklahoma City for the eighth spot, and with a win tonight, the Pelicans will be back in eighth, with 15 games to go, and the Pelicans can control their own destiny from there. It's not going to be an easy one tonight. The Bucks are battling for playoff positioning themselves. The sixth seed currently in the East will have Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com on to help preview tonight's game. And we'll also take a trip inside the Pelicans locker room and hear from a player or two on tonight's matchup. On the NFL side, I had the pleasure of meeting newest Saints center Max Unger yesterday in Studio B. He was on campus, and John DeShazer had a chance to to talk with him about his new team, and we'll have that for you on today's show. So what does everyone think about the news in the NFL regarding 49ers linebacker Chris Borland? He is retiring at the age of 24, citing he's just he just doesn't want to risk having long-term health issues. He had over 100 tackles in his rookie season with Sam Fran and um, just calling it quits. So uh, I wonder if this will have a trickle-down effect on other players and uh, – Hard to see him go at such a young age as far as retiring, um, but I commend him for what he did yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see how the NFL, the players, the coaches, the fans react on the news of Chris Borland. So lots to talk about on this Tuesday. I don't want to waste any more of your time, so let's get started. We'll get to know Max Unger a little bit better with John DeShazer first, followed by Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com, and then we'll go inside the locker room to hear from some Pelicans players. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in one minute. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion. It's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, 
That Arance has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz, and we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight this Tuesday, March 17th at 7, when the Milwaukee Bucks come to town. Turn the Smoothie King Center green for St. Patrick's Day, with the first 5,000 fans in attendance receiving a free Pelicans koozie. The Pelicans Fest pregame block party tips off the fun at 5.30 with music, inflatable games for the kids, and more. Tickets are limited and start as low as $10. Visit pelicans.com to get your seats today. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Well, welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We are joined by new Saints center, Max Unger. Max, welcome to New Orleans, first of all. Right on, guys. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. And um, I got... Oh, now we got to back up. Is it have how many people have called you Unger Games? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's not new. Believe me, it's been used before. I'm sorry. Now here in New Orleans, um, you know how excited are you to be here? I know I, I read initially you were shocked. Obviously, um, you know you get traded from one team to another. You've only been with one team. That's got to be a little bit unsettling. But now that it's settling in for you, yeah, you know this is this is cool. I mean, uh, I'm I'm really excited to be here. I mean, uh, kind of after everything got done and I'm down here. Uh, this is a cool city. I mean, it's a it's an awesome opportunity. I mean, to come into a, a great franchise and uh, you know a city. You know, I've never lived in the South before, and uh, just from uh, being here really one day, it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So now we got to ask you this: What are you going to add to the Saints in terms of physicality? Because we've talked to Bra Brandon Browner already, and he said oh, that you. BB. <laughs> yeah. And he's already told us that you and him have had some kind of, you know, scrapes, so to well, speak. Yeah, you know, uh, just different point of view, you know, on the practice field <laughs> and on the on the playing field. But uh, no, BB's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, just just doing the things that we've been doing, um, you know, that uh, that I've been doing, you know, these last couple of years, and just trying to bring uh, that, you know, the same mentality. I know we have a awesome O line, a good group of guys, and I, uh, I'm excited to kind of uh, get with them and, uh, and and do it. You know, this team obviously played in the Super Bowl after the 2009 season. Mm -hmm. You've played in the last two Super Bowls. Is that one of the things that makes it attractive that this has been a championship organization and has been toward the top of the NFC standings these last yeah. few years? Uh, no question. I mean, uh, just the the track record of success and like the formula that the, that they have down here. I mean, uh, it's 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 awesome. I mean, uh, you know, it's been a tough team to play. Uh, you know, since uh, since I've been in the league and uh, we have played quite a few times and it's always been hard. And uh, you know, they seem to know have have a good group of guys that know how to win and it's uh, it's exciting to be able to contribute to that. You know, you were with an offense that was pretty opportunistic and pretty pretty efficient, you know, if not, you know, explosive offense. But mm -hmm. this offense has been, you know, top number one in the league in yards last mm -hmm. year. Uh, they've been toward the top since the 2006 season when Sean Payton got here. Yeah. You know, does that add any any more excitement to it? Yeah, you know, we're, um, you know, I'm going to meet with some coaches here pretty soon and we're going to, uh, you know, kind of get into the X's and O's a little bit. But, uh, you know, the concepts are, are, are familiar, uh, you know, just from watching them, uh, you know, on film and uh, just from the, the short conversations that I have had. I know a lot of it will translate, and so it's cool to to get into it and, and figure it out and see what uh, you know what I can provide and, and how I can contribute to it. Now, now, folks, if you're listening, Max lives kind of a dream life in the offseason. He's a guy who, <laughs> you know, I don't know how he's even here right now. You know, he he lives in Hawaii, so you know, is it difficult to pry yourself away? 
<laughs> to oh, come. No, to man, come it's all back. good. You know, when uh, when it's when it's time to come back, you know, it's uh, we live, uh, you know, a pretty we have a pretty strange job. You know, we get so much free time off. You get to go kind of settle in back home wherever you live, and then and then kind of come to your city and work. And you know, once uh, once the Hawaii time's done, you know, it's time to come back to the city. You know, it's a uh, it's a little bit different, but uh, you know, it's all good, man. You know how? But uh, how different is it? I mean, is it a lot slower there? I mean, yeah, you know, there's one there's one road. Back? Yeah, <laughs> there's one road that goes around the island. Yeah, I'm from the Big Island. You know, there's uh, uh, you know, we got an airport, you know, it's, uh, it is a different lifestyle, but, uh, you know, it's one, it's, it's where I grew up, you know, I love Hawaii, man, uh, you know, a lot of pride in being from there, so, uh, it is different, though. No, okay, are we going to have some difficulty here, you're, you're an Oregon guy, correct? I am, Okay, yes. now we've got all these, diehard you know, Oregon we've guy, got these the Oregon State guys, we've got Browner, we've uh, got Keenan Lewis, it's we've okay. got me Brandon and, Cooks. Uh, me and Jarris will hold the fourth down, <laughs> man, I'm not worried. I've held my own in many a locker room, so. <laughs> you and Jarris, now you know Jarris well? Yeah, we play together, yeah. That's great. Uh, we'll talk about Jarris because Jarris is a pretty quiet guy. We, you know, he he's thoughtful. Yeah, we got to get quiet. him out. Of, we got to get him out of his shell. I'll uh, I'll try to do my best. Now we always hear that the uh, offensive linemen are the smartest guys on the team. We don't want you to toot your own horn. Oh, there's but. no question. That they <laughs> what was your What was your Seattle uh, experience like? I mean, you know, going to back to back Super Bowls. But, yeah. but talk about that experience. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got there. Um, I think my rookie year, you know, we won, uh, you know, five games, and then uh, we kind of had a, a, a pretty steady climb, and then uh, you know we, we managed to win one and and go back this last year. But uh, you know, it's it was an awesome city. You know, I had a great time there. I'll, I'll look back with uh, you know pretty fond memories. Um, but uh, you know I'm onto a, a new chapter and it's uh, it's exciting. So now you guys were successful against the Saints the last couple of times you played them. Do you expect a warm greeting in this locker room? <laughs> <laughs> you know I hope so. Um, you know, but you know this type of stuff happens. You know, uh, pretty regularly. I mean, we have we have you know division guys that come into the locker room. You know that we've played against. You know a week before, and so I, I assume this stuff happens uh, pretty regularly. Yeah. Have you had an opportunity yet to speak to Drew Breeze? Uh, yeah, I spoke to him uh, briefly on the phone uh, right after um, you know the, the the trade went down and. Um, it was good, you know, just uh, he welcomed me. Uh, he's a good dude. I met him uh, at the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. So, uh, you know, a little familiarity there. Yeah. How does one work oneself into becoming a Pro Bowler? I mean, you know. Just, just uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good that's an interesting question actually um i don't really know how to answer that but uh you know just kind of you know it's it's incremental i mean uh it builds i mean you, you kind of gain confidence uh you know the more you play in the league and uh and you can build on the success that you had in previous years and kind of add to it you know yeah now new orleans um being a little bit different from seattle um this is going to be a steam bath so to speak it's already pretty warm down here, man. Uh, you know, I've been uh, you pretty fortunate. I yet. know, man. I, I've been pretty fortunate. You know, a pretty uh, pretty mild climate up there, but uh, it'll uh, it'll be interesting to do uh, training camp down here when it's uh when it's a little warm. Well, fortunately, now I think we're going to go back to uh, back to to uh, West, West Virginia, Virginia yeah, where uh, you know we caught what I'm told is the summer of all summers last year when there was no heat whatsoever. Now I'm I'm told that it's not going to be that way all the time. (laughs) I'm told that it's not going to be that way all the time, but I think we're going back. So, you know, we're looking forward to going back up there. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Training camps, uh, training camp can be tough with the, uh, with a little bit of heat added in there. So off season programs Mm -hmm. and working in the training camp. I mean, how much is going to have to go into it for you to be in a new system now? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's going to have to be a lot of learning. Um, you know, uh, I've been pretty fortunate. We've we've kind of stuck with offensive systems throughout my career for the most part. So this is the first time where I'm really going to have to, you know, learn a, a completely new system. So uh, there'll, there'll definitely be some X's and O's and uh, some studying. Okay, all right. Well, folks, that's Max Unger here with the Black and Blue Report, and we will be back in a moment. 
Pelicans fans. Be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game, Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Help Pierre the Pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure. Save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises. This fun interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute. Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Available only on the Pelicans app. Download it today. Can't pay your bills because of gambling? Missed car payments? Credit card bills mounting? Do you have multiple payday loans because of your gambling? If you or your family is suffering from gambling problems, treatment services are available for Louisiana residents at no cost. Call now. It's free and confidential. 877-770-STOP or online at helpforgambling.org. A message from the Louisiana Department of Health and Hospitals Office of Behavioral Health. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. It's Tuesday, TGIT, as Jim Eichenhofer likes to say, and uh, he joins me now in the Smoothie King Center studios. Jim, happy St. Patty's Day to you. Happy St. Patty's Day to you too, Daniel. It's great to be here uh, and be here in person to talk to you on the show. Not sure why you wore a kilt in here, but, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll let that slide here. Are you going to an Irish bar after this? Uh, yeah. I, or are you just going to drink at your chateau? No, I, I'm going to do both. I'm going to hit the bars, and then I'm going to go to the chateau. Um, I'm Hopefully I'll be ready by 7 o'clock when the game tips off. So pay attention to Jim's tweets if they're a little interesting there with spelling mishaps and grammar and stuff like that because if he's going to an Irish bar. People won't be able to tell the difference anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, on to important things. Pelicans and Bucks tonight here at the Smoothie King Center. Let's talk first Anthony Davis. He's played for almost three years now and finally winning a Western Conference Player of the Week, Jim. I didn't think it was ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one of the strange aspects of his career so far is so, some of the incredible games he's had in, in weeks and sets of three, five, seven games in a row that he never had won it. But I honestly think that part of the of the details of, of that award that people don't realize is you really have to get through a week as a team with only one loss or, or undefeated, obviously, um, I feel like he's had a couple of huge weeks where they've lost two games and the award's gone to somebody else that whose team was undefeated that week. And I think there was one time where he had a massive week and Stephen Curry had like 55 points mm-hmm. against the Knicks or something like that. So, I mean, there's just been a, oh, it's been a weird combination of circumstances that have prevented him from winning it. But obviously this week there was no way that you could deny him of the award with the numbers that he put up. Yeah, almost a quadruple uh, double on Sunday against the Nuggets. Speaking of the Nuggets, a loss to them in double overtime on Sunday. What was the biggest takeaway from you from that game? Um, I think one of the things that that really hurt was it seemed like the Nuggets got a lot of easy baskets from penetration. It seemed like it was really hard for the Pelicans to keep Ty Lawson out of the lane. Um, And Jameer Jameer Nelson had kind of a flashback game to four or five years ago. I know he's still a really good player, but he, uh, he made a bunch of big shots and it just it it was a tough loss, absolutely. But um, in a way, I I didn't feel as bad about it as as you you might think when you lose to a team below five hundred like that because they've been playing really well and they looked totally different from the the last time the Pelicans played them um, about ten days ago. I think it was in Denver. So um, it was you know it was a it was a tough loss. It was very frustrating. It was a pretty big blow. But now that Oklahoma City lost last night, I think you look at it like. Hey, you win tonight against Milwaukee, and you're right back where you were a couple days ago, back in eighth place. 
Yeah. Um, would you consider this tonight? I know this might be a little cliche, but a must win with the three-game road trip coming up against three teams that are in playoff contention, Phoenix, Golden State, and the Clippers? I think by the strictest definition of must win, I don't think it is. But when you factor in the, like you said, the this road trip coming up, these next three games might be the toughest three-game stretch they have the rest of the season as far as schedule-wise goes. So, I mean, you definitely don't want to go on the road against three really good teams or and two teams playing extremely well with a with a 0 and 2 home stand going into that against, you know, the Nuggets below 500 and the Bucks are a little bit over 500 but haven't been playing well lately. So, I mean, I don't think it's a must win, but I think it's pretty close to one for sure. When does it start becoming those must-win games or how does it become that when you're watching teams like the Thunder where you're scoreboard watching, you're only a game half game up or half game back or game back, when do they start, you know, when do you start getting worried if you lose a game? That's a good question. I think as long as you're within a game or so of them or maybe even two games, I don't think you necessarily can say it's an absolute must win until you get to like the last week or two of the season. There might be a point where you're t if you get to two or three games out and there's only five or six games left in the season that you can say like, okay, this has to be a win or the playoff chances are – Hopes are over, so, but I don't. I don't think we're at that point yet. Um, just because there's a lot of games left, and it just seems like it's been hard to predict what's going to happen for both the Pelicans and OKC. Let's go look at Oklahoma City and uh, Pelicans as far as schedule the last 15 games. Some say that Oklahoma City has the slighter edge. What do you make of that? Is this such a, a big deal, or are people looking into that strength of schedule too much? I think they're looking into it a little bit too much. I will say over the next week or two, there's absolutely no doubt that Oklahoma City has the easier schedule on paper just because they have quite a few home games against teams that aren't playing that well or teams that are below 500. Whether those games are gimmies or locks is something that you could dispute, especially without Durant. But overall, I think the reason it's a little overstated is because percentage-wise, which is what everyone measures it by, the Pelicans still play Golden State twice. That, with the huge lead that, the, that Golden State has in the West – that skews their percentage a ton. The other thing is Oklahoma City still has a game against uh, Utah, which is skews the percentage lower, but I don't think any team would want to play Utah right now. Right. So, um, And I think Oklahoma City has a couple other games against teams that are below – like they play Indiana, another example. Indiana's below 500 right now, so their percentage of a opponent percentage drops. But Indiana's been one of the hotter teams in the league the last few weeks too, so – it's a little bit more complicated, I think, than just the bottom-line numbers that everybody looks at. Plus, you know, never when people start clinching like Golden State, you never know if they're going to be playing all their players against us, you know, later on in the season when we host them. Sure. Um, also, the news that Serge Ibaka might be having surgery, at least is going to be out. Uh, I'm not sure how the timetable goes with that, but um, how does that affect Oklahoma City in their playoff race? I mean, it's a pretty big loss because the the pickup that they made of Ennis Cantor was big. There's no doubt. But... I feel a little bit like um, they – well, there's no doubt that they've, they're losing a lot of versatility with Ibaka. Um, Cantor is a lot better offensive player than Steven Adams, but they're both kind of guys that play around the basket. Ibaka is one of the best shot blockers in the league. He can make jumpers. He's kind of extended his three-point range – or ex extended his range out to three-point territory more this year. So, I mean, I think it's a huge loss just to have – to not have a guy like that that can do so many of those different things that he does. We're talking with Jim Eikenhofer from Pelicans.com. Let's go into tonight's game. We'll hear from Anthony Davis and his keys in our next segment, but let's get some keys from you, Jim. What are some of the things New Orleans has to do to come out with a win tonight? 
Well, I think one of the, the things that was a little surprising last in the matchup last week was just how big of a game that uh, Michael Carter-Williams had in Giannis Antetokounmpo. That was pretty good, right? Yeah, um, not bad. Had last week. I mean, he's a really good player, and I think everybody around the league loves him. But he had a career high last week um, with 29. And Michael Carter-Williams, who's not usually regarded as a great offensive player, made a lot of jumpers in that game and, and had a really nice night. So, I mean, I think defensively that was the one thing that they need to do a little bit better this time against Milwaukee. Um, with Anthony Davis scoring 43 in that game, I think um, New Orleans ended up with 114. So, mm -hmm. I mean, offensively it seemed like they had no trouble at all. So I think the other end of the floor, if they can hold Milwaukee – down, you know, maybe into the 80s or the 90s, they'll have a really good chance to win tonight. As far as the Pelicans offensively, would you say turnovers would be the biggest key tonight? 19 against Denver, and Denver had 27 points off those turnovers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they it, – it's, it's funny. It seems like every so often they have these games where they're really sloppy that pops up, and they have some stretches of – of passes where you just scratch your head and you say like you know you just can't make that pass they had a few turnovers in the backcourt that uh were killer killer ones in the game um sunday night so i think yeah they just need to they need to be a lot sharper a lot more crisp on on offense especially with their passing that's jim eichenhofer from pelicans.com you can follow him is it at jim underscore eichenhofer Yes, it is. Oh, I got it down packed. <laughs> Check out his work on pelicans.com today for a preview. Pelicans and Bucks tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Jim, as always, thanks for the time. Hey, Daniel, no problem. Thanks for having me. Please don't wear that kilt tonight during the game. <laughs> promise? You got it. I promise. All right. When we come back, we'll go inside the Pelicans locker room. We'll hear from Anthony Davis and also get an injury update from Ryan Anderson. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Basketball fans from all over Louisiana are invited to the Louisiana High School Boys and Girls All-Star Basketball Games being held in Shreveport at the Hirsch Coliseum on Saturday, March 21st. The best players from Louisiana will put on an exciting display of showmanship. Tickets are only $10 and games start at 1 p.m. Check out hotels and other things to do at Shreveport-Bossier.org or call 888-45-VISIT. This is Anthony Davis, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the show. Time now to go inside the Pelicans locker room. Let's first start with Anthony Davis, Western Conference Player of the Week. He spoke to Jim Eichenhofer and the rest of the media previewing tonight's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. You guys uh, obviously played really well against these guys last week. You had a really uh, big game. What do you think are some of the things that you guys have to carry over from that game and some of the things that you guys did well to tonight? Um... No, I think we did a lot of things real, but I think we had to limit our turnovers. You know, uh, you know, I got to do a better job of realizing what they're doing to me. You know, they're trying to blitz me and um, double-team me and make sure that I get the ball out of my hands. So, um, we got to make reads tonight. You know, all of us have to make reads. You know, we got to run our plays better. But um, what we did, we moved the ball. We shared the ball. You know, we played hard. You know, and then the things that we can bring into tonight's game. What do you think are some of the things that you guys might need to try to do against, like, Giannis? He had, he had a huge game in that game. What some of the things that you have to do? 
mean, he scores the ball. I mean, he, he, he's a good player, you know, but um, you know, at the end of the day, we won the game. So uh, we just got to try to load up against him and know what he likes to do, you know. And I mean, they, they made tough shots. I mean, it wasn't like all his shots was open, you know. Um, they made He made tough shots, and um, we just going to try to load up and play team defense on him. Oh, last thing, uh, I know you've mentioned lately that, you know, obviously every team would like to be locked in and be, like, a, a higher up in the playoff race right now. But, I mean, how exciting, how fun is this right now to just be, like, every single game is huge and every single game is, means so much? Oh, it's a lot of fun, you know, um, just being, you know, in, in this race, you know, um, testing, you know, where we are as a team. Um, everybody's having fun right now, moving the ball, playing for each other, playing together. And, um, it, it makes you know makes things a lot easier you know when we do that you know um, but it, it, it's fun you know we going back and forth back and forth with OKC so um, you know it, it's just fun to you know be in a race and um, try to battle for the A spot. Did you watch the OKC last game? I watched some of it you know um, good game you know uh, happy that OKC lost you know so. <laughs> So you find yourself cheering for Dallas? And, uh, last I just like watching good basketball. I mean, you know, you, they have Russell Westbrook who's playing out of his mind. You know, uh, great supporting cast around him. You know, Amo, you know, um, Enos Kansas. You have all these guys who, who can play. And um, But it, it was a great game. You know, I love just watching great basketball. I mean, you can't control what they do, you know. So um, that's why, you know, it's important for us to go out there and execute and do what we um, have to do to win games. All right, now some injury news. No timetable yet for Ryan Anderson's return, but let's uh, take you back inside the locker room as he talks with the media about his injury. We're doing strength ex exercises. I'm uh, getting fitted to go get into a brace that I'll eventually be playing in um, next week. Uh, I'm getting the brace this week, <laughs> not, you know, so, um, you know, obviously I want to get back as soon as possible and uh, we're doing everything we can to get uh, back as soon as possible. Um, you know, I'm continuing to run in the pool or at least we're vamping up, you know, increasing the speed. Uh, I'm uh, doing something on the Alter G, which kind of decreases your body weight. Um, you know, so I haven't done a ton of on-court stuff yet. Um, we started to jog on the court the other day. Today, we did a little bit of uh, um, kind of a little bit of lateral work, but that's where I'm going to have the most problem, obviously, because of the way my knee bent. Uh, MCLs on, you know, obviously the inside of my knee. So, um, you know, we're doing everything you know we can, and obviously, uh, you know, I'm trusting the training staff. They they know what they're doing, and um, yeah. So doing everything we can to strengthen right now while I can't do a ton of running stuff. So I'm uh, doing a lot of strengthening work because uh, obviously I had a lot of time just sitting around on it, you know. So uh, uh, building that strength back up is going to be big. What about like pain? You know, is it swelling? You have sure. to deal with any of those issues? Yeah, there's still, it's still swollen a bit and, um, you know, there's, so, you know, there's still a bruise there. You know, it's, it's something that... Uh, uh, you know, it's not something that I notice when I'm walking straight or if I, you know, it's only if I really tweak it or if, even if I get out of bed wrong on it or something, you know, it's just when I tweak it at that angle is when I feel a lot of pain. But right now it's just more, you know, when I'm going, doing a lot of straight uh, exercises, you know, running straight, uh, it's just more of that weak feeling. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely improved a ton. I mean, from last week, you know, I wasn't even doing anything uh, close to running or even really jogging a ton. So uh, it's this week. I think it's made big, a lot of progress this week. All right. So don't forget, log on to Pelicans.com. Follow. Jim Eichenhofer or at Jim underscore Eichenhofer to get all the latest before Pelicans and Bucks later on tonight. When we come back, I'll wrap up this Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Hi, I'm Lisa Albright. I'm 36 years old. I had the perfect life. It was everything I ever dreamed about until two weeks ago. I was standing in line at the grocery store, leaning over to empty my cart when I heard it. Mommy, why are her pants too big in the back? And that's when it hit me. I'm wearing mom jeans. Never again. I will look hot in yoga pants. That is my purpose. Blend it now. Try the new Firm and Burn chocolate peanut butter smoothie at Smoothie King. It's the tastiest way to get into those yoga pants. Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. The future is now for the New Orleans Pelicans as all-star Anthony Davis has become one of the elite players in the NBA. 2015-16 season tickets are now on sale, so make sure to secure early bird pricing and receive special gifts as part of our parade of prizes. Season ticket holders receive great benefits, including access to exclusive team events, plus savings on concessions and merchandise. Be part of the best fan experience in the NBA by calling 525-HOOP or visiting pelicans.com today. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Great show today. A big thanks to Max Unger, John DeShazer, and Jim Eichenhofer for joining us. Head on out to the Smoothie King Center tonight where the Pelicans host the Milwaukee Bucks. Celebrate St. Patty's Day here. As the first 5,000 fans in attendance receive a Pelicans koozie. And yes, it is green. So if you don't wear green tonight, which... You know, I don't want to encourage people not to wear green. It is St. Patrick's Day, but let's not have excessive green on. We're playing the Milwaukee Bucks or maybe a different shade of green, but at least you'll have some green if you get here and are one of the first 5,000 fans. You'll get a green koozie. I already have one. Looks cool. I'm drinking my coffee out of it right now. Not sure why I have a koozie on my coffee mug, but hey, don't judge me here. I hope to see everyone here. Playoff push. It's important that every home game counts. Sunday was a tough one. Let's get the Smoothie King Center rocking tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll have it for you on the radio starting at 7 p.m. on 105.3 WWL-FM and the Pelicans Radio Network. Joel Myers, David Wesley, and Jen Hale will have it for you at 7 on Fox Sports New Orleans with pregame coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. And if you're outside of the area where you don't get Fox Sports New Orleans, if you have NBA TV, it will be on NBA TV as well tonight. It was the fan night game of the week. You have a chance um the week before to vote on a certain amount of games on Tuesdays. And so Bucks and Pelicans were one of them. They won the fan voting last week. And so this game will be also nationally televised on NBA TV. I hope everyone has a great St. Patrick's Day. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. And also have a grand old time. Sean Kelly will be back in the hosting chair tomorrow. David Wesley from Fox Sports New Orleans will be on on a Wesley Wednesday. And we're hopefully recapping a Pelicans win and talking about them sitting in the eighth spot. For all involved, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.